Hi, welcome to Kayla podcast channel, which is a part of the innovation development program of Kortsa. In this channel, we are starting an exciting journey with you, full of innovative professionals' experiences and advices for being a person who has an innovative mindset. By the way, this is Atakan Babajan, host of the channel. If your coffee and mine are ready, let's start to talk. together with two old friends and successful entrepreneurs they have a quite important role for e-mobility ecosystem co-founders of Hergele, Bugay and Lal. Welcome to program. How are you guys? Thank you. How are you Atakan? It's nice to be here. Thank you Atakan. I am so happy for being with you in this program. Actually this isn't our first program together. I met with Lal as first. She came to MBA class with her personal e-scooter but I want to highlight here not to campus area to class. After this interesting situation when I learned their story of entrepreneurship I said we should take a podcast record together absolutely. So I got the chance meet with Bugay as I guess it was almost two years ago. Hergele was early stages, but now they are outstanding company when we talk about e-mobility. So that's why I don't want to talk too much more. Could you please tell us about yourself, also hobbies, experiences, etc., whatever you want. Thank you, Atakan, for your kindest interview. Hello everyone, thanks for listening. I'm Lyle, Hergele Mobility's co-founder. I graduated from Istanbul Technical University in 2018 from the Interior Architecture program. And I'm still continuing my MBA also at ITU. I've spent two years before I changed majors in landscape architecture. I worked closely on the smart city concept and therefore now I work on smart mobility solutions, mostly on urban aspects and lately on a corporate levels too, trying to find out the newer perspective. Hello again. Thank you very much for inviting us, Atakan. And it was so nice to remember the old good days. So I'm Bugay. I graduated from Istanbul Technical University as well with Lyle. And as a mechanical engineer, I started my career actually at Mercedes-Benz Turkey at the bus R&D department. All my life, I've been a fan of playing with gadgets, you know. I was the curious kid who breaks all the devices nearby. And actually, I grown up with sports. I played on my school's ice hockey team. I'm also a licensed snowboarder. I love to ride motorcycles and maybe this part my interest in electric scooters. Yes, as we can guess, electric scooters so make sense. So I know your great and successful journey. It was so tough. Still going on some challenges as usual in entrepreneurship. Could you tell us about the story of Hergele for the listeners? Okay, Hergele is an electric mobility vehicle manufacturer and also we provide the mobility sharing software for operators which we developed in-house with our developer team. As Hergele, we design, develop and manufacture the next generation means of transportation and we provide our customers all that one person needs to start a shared micro-mobility fleet. 
So we were a small team, all from ITU. We were watching over the emerging trend called the micromobility. As a designer myself and my founding partner, a mechanical engineer also from ITU, we were thrilled about the idea of a design coming to life. So in the beginning, we were pretty much concerned about the standardization of the products and we were craving for some kind of a difference in the market. So in order to create that difference, our first steps to this market has been with a crowdfunding company. Campaign, which we started via the Tuxal Arikovana. Through this campaign, we've been interacting with hundreds of people curious about our product. So our campaign started in February 2020. The campaign duration was two months, 60 days to be exact. With a pandemic outbreak, the process became chaotic at once. And at that time, with a Yet with a hardworking team, we managed to complete our campaign with a success rate of 148%. With the beginning of our crowdfunding campaign, at the same time, we were part of our first Horizon Consortium. We worked closely with CERT from Greece, University of France from Italy, and Sparks from Netherlands. We have worked on the design and engineering of the portable lightweight electric vehicles of the future. We have ranked fourth place in our subtopic. So as Hargeli, our first aim has always been the spread of the micromobility culture. After the crowdfunding campaign and having hundreds of Hargeli's sold and still available at the market, we started working out on what was actually bothering us with the recent developments in the industry. So it was a pleasant way of living with manufacturing and interacting with the end users, etc. But the, with the contribution and the impact was not enough for us. So we had to take a further step to with a broader perspective in the industry, we started analyzing both the industry and the products. We had a grip on how it affected the environment and the people. Then we shifted our glance to the corporate, governmental and urban advantages of micromobility might provide. The main argument behind the idea of micromobility is to displace cars with lightweight electric vehicles. Keeping this idea in mind, our final conclusion was the greater impact and larger audience is always achieved through the marriage of sharing economy. We never had the vision to operate a scooter fleet in our district by ourselves, since our strengths as a team lie elsewhere. We are engineers, designers and developers. So we leave the operation to the operators. For an operator to start a micromobility fleet, the to-do list is very long and any trouble in the process could easily translate into months of waiting, like which also translates into months of overall costs. This situation applies to both to the hardware and software size of the operation. Breaking down the facts, building a micromobility fleet, the elements you need, scooters that are integrated with the IoT devices on the hardware side, a control dashboard to track all of your vehicles and the mobile app for your customers to join the system on the software side, and also the operator's app in order to keep track of your staff on the operation. At this point, with so many plates on your hands to juggle as an excited entrepreneur, you start to deal with things you should not even be considering. Like during the import, the process can be late. There might be problems with the hardware or the IoT devices. The integration with the IoT devices to your software might not be completed. Your developer team might not create a final product in time. In the time you estimated or the software company, you would not be able to get in touch with your providers in China to work out some minor defects. Any delay in that case would be costing you. You would just end up spending too much energy and money on 
on the installment process that you no longer have both the joy or capital to thrive an operation. So this is where we step up as Hargele and take care of all of these risks. As Hargele, we provide an all-inclusive pack to start a micro-mobility operation. We provide the hardware, the IoT integrated vehicles, and we provide the connected software, the control dashboard within the mobile app, all white label and will be designed in parallel with the client's brand identity. And also at the moment, we have an ongoing project that we collaborate with Migros, working towards the main goal of integrating micromobility concept with the product carrying capacity for the distribution warehouses. We are working very closely with the team from Migros, led by Ayşe Gülözgavukçu, following the agile principles. The warehouse mobility project, in short Waymo, will become a benchmark product for global distribution warehouse utilization that can also be tracked through our systems as well. We have recently applied for a co-joint patent and the Waymo will start operating in early November this year. Wow! (laughs) (laughs) It was so detailed explanation. Thank you. Actually, I thought that even in our some Turkish chats, Turkish podcasts or webinars, it wasn't so detailed like this. When you ask for it, it's always this detailed. (laughs) Maybe I missed. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. Now, as we learned too much things and so useful knowledge about Hergele and Bugay and Lal. Now I want to ask some other questions. Being a hardware entrepreneur is too difficult, we know, but combining with hardware and software can be much and much more difficult. It can be make maybe crazy. I hope it will be correct definition. So I want to learn what is the most challenging part of the journey. Okay, this will be a short answer despite the other one. So uh, I can say the most challenging part of being hardware-focused entrepreneurial company is the unbalanced revenue stream. You know, investors can find this kind of hardware-focused companies are risky to invest some money. Yes, okay. It was so clear also. I remember that sleepless nights of Bugay, he was waiting some good news from China, as I remember, because some part of the scooter was coming from there. So it was very challenging times also in my memory. So I cannot imagine how was it for you guys. Atakan, I would like to cut in the second. In order to change that, we converted our firm into a hybrid kind of a startup. So it contains, as you say, both hardware and software all together. So the software side with the MRR, it just compensates with the hardware's hard load on the revenue stream. Yet in the beginning, as a solely hardware company, hardware startup, it was really hard. Yeah. I can guess also your this explanation is related with the, my next question. What is the main target of the Hergele? Yeah, Hargele's main aim has always been to spread the micromobility culture. But by spreading, we do not mean the deployment of electric micromobility vehicles to cities, but we are talking about dissemination of this culture throughout different utilization areas. People do not notice that these vehicles, these micromobility vehicles can be used in uh, many different aspects and we are here to discover them. Okay, so at this stage, you are working with lots of important partners in Turkey. When will you go abroad? 
Uh, we're lately working on our rebranding process. So we're taking our first steps to the global market. We have several emerging operators from the Middle East, Montenegro and Cyprus. Also with our warehouse mobility project with Migros, the Waymo vehicles will be directed both to Turkish and global markets to great warehouses all around. So anytime now. <laughs> okay, very well. I think we got so useful information about you, your system. Thank you for your detailed explanation. Again, I want to repeat it. Also, you have so much know-how about the e-mobility, micro-mobility. So I want to ask to you, what do you think about the future of e-mobility? By the way, I'm so aware of that the question is so generic, but you are professional about the area. So I want to learn your comments. The future of mobility will be built on the new concepts of electric, connected, autonomous and shared mobility. The main problems in the urban transportation that can be defined as the congestion, high emission rates and the safety issues will no longer be a part of our lives. So within the multimodal street implementations, the intelligent transportation system integrations will become more extended in use. And the autonomous systems, in that case, will become more accessible and feasible with a higher level of urban organization. Okay, so as I know, it can be some problems in the street aspect of the traffic. Are there any regulation that force you in Turkey or in some other countries Of course, there are too many regulations in Turkey or Europe or the world because those vehicles are parts of the traffic. So there are generally similar rules and some of them are about speed limit, generally limited to 20 or 25 kilometers per hour and power restrictions of e-scooters which can be used without any license or that kind of similar rules. Also, they have to be used on the bicycle paths in Turkey or if there is no bicycle path, they have to go on the far right of the road. However, it's forbidden to use it on roads with a speed limit of 50 kilometers per hour for the cars. So that means you cannot use on highways or elsewhere. Of course, there are also rules for sharing platform operators, which usually exist to prevent scooters from increasing too much in the same place or to ensure that only the operators who can provide the necessary safety measures and information safety for the mobile and the sharing softwares, only they can run this operation. Okay, thank you again. So we are coming to end, but before finishing the episode, I want to ask some important questions for the KLAB participants. They start customer interviews to be better understand their needs, problems at this week. But as you know, getting real insights isn't easy. So could you share your experiences with us, understanding the insights of the customer? Yeah, sure. As Hargelem. From day one, we worked with the design thinking methodology. We have designed, developed the products, used them, then got feedbacks, used again, then got feedbacks again. So the end product that got into the market at the first place was a product of many experiments. For example, one of our main goals was to increase the climbing rate of the scooters since the standardized market products that we wanted to differentiate from was not able to adapt to our city conditions in Istanbul. Istanbul is a very beautiful city with many, many slopes. So the scooters had to go up that hill. We have designed our own electric motors in order to achieve this goal with many trial runs. 
other than the product, we never enclosed on our projects. Like we were constantly asking for ways to improve our ways. This could be the business model in one case or the marketing strategies, pricing plans, etc. We are a part of the E2Checker Deck Incubation Center and we also were one of the top 20 finalists of Big Bang Startup Challenge last year. So E2Checker Deck has a great network of mentors from industry professionals. So it's very advantageous for us to be able to get in touch with an expert in any field. So we always had the consultancy of others in order to improve. People sometimes fear uh, their ideas will be stolen if they talk about it. But people tend to be fascinated by the idea so much that they overlook the importance of execution. For instance, consider two different people who have the same idea. One asks around and improve the vision by getting necessary knowledge from experts and the other acts alone by him or herself. The main fear should never be the stolen idea, yet it should be the poor execution in that matter. I absolutely agree with you because I think having a really important problem also after that understanding the needs of the customers so executing the solution that really solve the problem is the matter is the only important thing so sharing the ideas so important also as mentioned by lal great network understanding the needs also i really like your design develop product got feedbacks and use again use again do it again it's a cycle so important approach for creating great solutions for our customers so guys again it was so enjoyable chat for me with you Thank you so much for your joining the program. Before ending the episode, would you like to add any comment or any advice, any last words for the participants, for the listeners? So thank you again inviting us. It was a pleasure to chat with you here. Yes, exactly. Thank you for inviting us at the con. It was really good to be talking back. So any advice for the listeners? Okay, I can say if anyone have an idea with the same with you, like the same as I said before, just let them do it. And if you have an idea, don't struggle to make it perfect. Just do it. So you say don't go for perfection, just go for it and never stop going for it. Yes, I can say what it doesn't mean fake it until you make it. Just make it, but don't take too much time to make it perfect. Does it exist? Done is better than perfect. Yes, that was a quote yes, I just because, yesterday. Because sometimes it never happens. It never gets done. Okay, thank you so much for your last advices, for your comments. So thank you for your joining the program. It was so enjoyable for me. So I think that's <laughs> enough for the finishing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Take care yourself. See you guys. Thanks for listening all. See you. See you next time. Thank you.